Hey, listening audience, this is Mama Bad Guy. And Let's die, Jack! Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser, you know He's that. He's a Chris. loser. <laughs> and you're listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcasting. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I am the captain, he stole my name. And Bad blood pressure that just officially went through hey everyone and welcome to an another <laughs> wow that butchered that whole intro but welcome to another edition of the big pop theory podcast this is episode 28 we've done 28 of these and i'm not alone i am bad guy jack and joining me to talk about this week in wrestling is my co-host partner uh captain shay i see you don't say captain so much but i'm so used to saying captain but shay sawyer aka sawyer sawyer how are you I'm always captain at heart. I just, I just tend to America? forget yeah. it. Of course. Clever. <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? It's Sunday. It is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the lovely mothers out there. You know, you guys are the real superheroes. You guys, uh, you know, carried, I believe it's eight months, right? I always mix it up. I heard, I remember looking up for no reason, elephants, they carry their babies for like two years, which sounds um, horrifying. Mm -hmm. But um, we want to give a shout out to all the lovely moms out there. I want to give a shout out to my mom. The first voice that you hear before the the show starts is her. She's great and she's tremendous. And um, I got to spend a little time with her. Got her some flowers and some chocolate. So she's the best. As you should. But we're gonna um, uh, talk about talk about some stuff in wrestling. I wasn't able to see anything kind of news related, but maybe as we have this conversation with wrestling, uh, something will pop up and we'll give thoughts about things. Stuff with AEW. Um, <laughs> I almost feel like we should just start with AEW. We usually try to keep it in order. We do Monday Night Raw, then AEW. But why don't we just talk about AEW because they have a pay per view coming up soon, um, Double or Nothing, and. Um, I know you was watching a little bit of uh, AEW, and I think we both kind of laughed at Tony Khan saying, I have an announcement about an announcement. And I don't know what this announcement is. I'm hearing a lot of people are speculating what it can be. There's supposed to be this um, third show uh, collision. So maybe that's what it is. But do you have any thoughts on what possibly this could be? Like, um, any thoughts? I mean, it's... Uh... I don't know. It could be uh, another show. It seems like it or like something with streaming. I don't know. Right. But we'll have to wait to see what next week, what it what it could possibly um, be. But while we uh, talk AEW, um, they opened up with a really good match. I didn't really put that down as, as something to discuss, but they opened up with that. But I do want to I do want to talk about Christian Cage. Um <laughs> Wow, I don't know how old um, Christian is. I think he's in his late 40s, but the man know how to get some heat. Um, that Detroit cl- uh, crowd, matter of fact, just to point out, during Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, and th- the way he uh, was able to get that crowd to boo him, nuclear heat, it's pretty much close to, I would say, what uh, Dominic Mysterio was getting because all the man has to do is breathe and he's getting booed. And I think it's tremendous. I think that's I think that's so, that's that's great. But he comes out. He comes out with, a, and you know he's a. You know how you can tell he's a villain, right? Uh, uh, Shay. 
Also. Because he's wearing a turtleneck. Axiom with a turtleneck. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he has you all fooled. Not me. Sure. That was my Merry Christmas gift. So we have... Uh, he, he, he talks about uh, getting a shot at uh, Wardlow's TNT Championship. Um, he mentions about all his accomplishments that he has uh, done and how when asked, like, why did he jump the line? He just pretty much said, well, I look at my body of work. Why not? And then he attacks on Anderson. Um, I'm going to get to Warlow in a minute, but he attacks on Anderson. I thought this was great. When he sits in, he talks on Anderson. He said he tried to latch on to Warlow as a, as a son when his actual son is in the company. And that's very true. He has, he has not... Um, I haven't seen him been paired up with Brock Anderson in I don't know how long. So when he brought that up, I was like, oh, right. That, that was a good point. And then Christian goes for the low blow with Warlow. He said, I'm not going to do what how I attacked my last opponent on his father because his father, your father's not even famous. So Christian's digging deep, uh, going very low. And I, they didn't reveal when this match was going to happen. But... Um, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be coming soon. Uh, what did you think about his promo? Oh my God, I was uh, watching it with my sister, and she doesn't watch wrestling, so everything is just foreign to her. Um, she'll occasionally uh, yell something like, "Oh, that's uh, that's that guy that I probably like forced her to look at." Um, so when Christian came on, um, we she was just taken back. She was like, "My goodness, this man like." It sounded like he was getting anger he had since like 2002 off his chest. <laughs> oh my God. It just kept going and going. He just kept saying, I'm like, God damn. I'm sorry. But like, oh my goodness. But it was good. It was a good. It just like caught me off guard. Like every time he just kept going, I'm like, whoa, okay. Trauma dump much. And trauma dump is what he did. He, um, Wow. <laughs> wow, right? I, I, and, you know, this is nothing new because he was doing it with Jungle Boy because he kept attacking his father, uh, Luke Perry. And, you know, he's... Um, I forgot how long... You liked Luke Perry? I've never watched Beverly Hills. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. No, I thought I heard something. Oh, I must have been... No, happy. I just said that's crazy because you just oh, said oh, it's crazy. Perry. Like, you just said it, like, straight face. So it's but then we had also, too, we had... Um, I'm going to jump around a little bit. You was able to um, uh, catch uh, catch this Wednesday. So Anna Jay and Julia Hart had a match. And I was on air at that moment. So I was watching, but I wasn't able to give it the full attention that it uh, it deserved. But what did you think about these two women going out there? It was like a hardcore match, correct? Oh, my God. They, they did such a great job. They ate up, like, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't always see women in these type of matches, you know, for a reason or not. But for me, and I know everyone hates it, and I really, really hate, wish we could get over the whole stop comparing to other things. Let them be their own person. Like, listen, look, look, if I uh -oh. taste some good chocolate and then I say, damn, this chocolate tastes good. It tastes like this other chocolate. That's a compliment. Get over it. But anyways, it reminded me a lot of, um, I forgot what pay-per-view, but that sure. Trish and uh, Victoria match, Ooh. they had a pay-per-view. It, it just gave me that vibe, which is a good vibe. Like, I loved it. I thought they really went there. Like, they weren't afraid to, like, hurt each other you know and i like that like it it was good very hard hitting like you know and i've grown to really like i like julia hart and i like 
the the amount of effort she puts into her character it feels like every week she's adding on a different layer to to you know add on to this character um and anna jay yeah I, I, you know i rock with her you know period so yeah no i enjoyed it i i definitely enjoyed it i thought they both killed it um yeah I'm sorry, I had my thing on. Uh, my thing. I didn't mean to. I know I made that very awkward. I apologize. Um, the match that you was talking about, because soon as you said, I knew it. You were talking about uh, Survivor Series two, uh, 2002, and they had that hardcore match, and that's when Victoria beat uh, surprisingly too. No yeah. one really oh, yeah. expected that. No one expected that to. Because uh, Trish was on fire, you know. Um, I think we have those. So like. I'm trying to see if it's two thousand like two thousand seven John Cena was like if you went against him, you was losing. <laughs> so for me, two thousand two Trish was like, Oh yeah, you're gonna lose because she was just beating everybody. So yeah. when she when she lost to Victoria, I was like, Oh, I I I guess she can lose. Um but I'm I'm glad that you was able to uh um talk about this match because I did see you uh give it props. Um we were talking about Tony Khan earlier and I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. Um, two individuals came back after being gone for so many months, weeks. Um, it opens up with you just see some legs. So I didn't know what was going on there. I was <laughs> I was like, I, I, I don't know if I should turn the channel. But it was Mero. And I like Mero. I, you just don't see him. There's all this stuff backstage where they were talking about him not being a fan of the creatives. So that's why he's been off TV for all this time. And Thunder Rosa, who also returned that night, she came um, with her coming back, uh, who could still po possibly still be um, um, injured, you know, because she has a back injury. But they're there um, and they go into the office. And that's when Tony Khan makes the announcement about announcement. Um. Orange Cassidy and Daniel Garcia, they had a hell of a match. I was able to really catch this match, and I really enjoyed it. And, and I see a lot of people now kind of getting behind the Orange Cassidy train. I think a lot of people were just not feeling him because of his character. You know, he's he's a, he's really a character. He, his, his, um, and it could be a hit or miss and stuff like that. I remember falling in love with his character or being a fan of his character. I think it was the first double or nothing. I could be wrong. Um, he, did, he hit these weak-ass kicks. And I said, I don't know who this guy is, but I think I need to see more of this guy. <laughs> but he went out there and delivered a really good match. And I do have to sit here and say, I there was a small period of me that thought Daniel Garcia was going to win this. Because, I mean, he really worked everybody part of Orange Cassidy. Um, he, he, he worked the arms, the back. There was this part, I think he calls it the dragon sleep, not sleeper. It's like the uh, dragon tamer or something like that. It's like this inverted sharpshooter. And when he had him on there, I said, oh, no. And Orange is being stretched like a goddamn pretzel, right? And then the part where when he's, his hand is out and then Garcia is just stomping on his hand. I said, my God, someone throw in the towel for this man. I don't know if his medical can cover all this beating. But Orange Cassidy comes through. He makes the comeback. Um, I, don't, I think it was the mousetrap that he beat him with, but it was like a roll-up. And the story they keep telling is Orange Cassidy is um, each match, you know, he, he's, um, he's almost breaking down because of all these title matches that he's been doing. It kind of reminds me to an extent of um, uh, Wesley and NXT because, you know, he's defending that North America and putting on a, a bangers. You know, his body of work speaks for itself. So I 
kind of see, see these two as very similar. And uh, one day is going to catch up to Orange. It just wasn't for it wasn't for that night. And um, really good job on both men. What did you think? Uh, did you have any thoughts uh, about this match? Um, yeah, no, it was a really, really good match. I actually really hoped that Daniel would win. I've always been a fan of him. I find him to be really hilarious. Um, when he does that dance, like, I'm literally, un it's uncontrollable after every time. Like, it's just so funny, because why are you doing that? Why? It's never a time and a place for that. And he just does it, and it cracks me up. I've never really been into Orange Cassidy, I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, that's, I'm, not to say it's bad, it's just not what I'm looking for. It's not my thing. But it's a thing for other people, and that's totally fine. I think he's a great wrestler, though. But that his character, that whole thing, is just not for me. No, and understood, and and that's the beauty of wrestling is because variety, right? Like you have things like I could be the first to say this: the, the character is silly. And in the sense, as years, I mean, yeah, years been uh, years gone by. It's like, oh, it's not as funny as it was the first time I saw it. Uh, but I, 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 I dig that. Um, and he's going to drop the title. There was someone who attacked him. I did not see who this guy is. Um, and I know they said his name. I'm just not familiar with him. Uh, it was a Kyle Fletcher. Was it? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, he attacked him and he raised the belt up. So it looked like that's going to be a match at, um, if I don't know, does he work for new Japan? I'm not familiar with him at all. So I couldn't say, uh, either, um, um, what's the paper? Double or nothing or forbidden door because that's a thing that's gonna be there too. And I don't remember what his contract situation is, I'm gonna be honest. Sure. But you know, I know something you do, um, because it, I always find it hilarious. I, I, I think it's gonna be the new meme for me now. Uh which you because I know that you was you were sticking through because you wanted to see your boy Jay White. And you did get to see him for thirty seconds. Um twenty. You're being generous. Yeah, well, you know, I'm the guy who keeps on giving. But um, he had him. He was on screen for 20 seconds. Uh, did you want to say anything regards to that? I mean, anything about this? There's nothing I can say. But that that's really nasty work. Um, what's going on? And um, you know, I just hope at some point they start doing right by Jay White because I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I'm literally. I feel traumatized. I've been through this before. Why? Whenever I like have a fave, and I feel like, and, and it sounds so crazy to say, do they know? Like, do they know that I'm waiting to see? Because <laughs> like the way it's like every week, it's either it's way way late in the show, or it's like for two seconds. Like, what's going on here? What's what's going on here? Twenty seconds, and that's like twenty seconds talking about the entire package they put together it was actually seven seconds i watched the video it was seven seconds oh my god seven <laughs> seconds <laughs> like i don't know i just feel like if you just signed someone who it was a big deal they would just be getting a little bit more screen time you know it's wild i mean i've i you know um since I've, I'm pretty sure I've said this a few times on the show. I've seen some of his work. I'm not super familiar with Jay White, but I can understand the appeal. Um, and it is wild. I've listened to other podcasters, and they're just baffled. Like, why are they booking him like this? <laughs> and it's weird on weird how he's being booked. Um, but um, next week, him and Ricky Stocks is going to have a match. 
I'm I'm a fan of Ricky. Um, I think this is great for Ricky to be in the ring with someone like Jay White. Uh, my only thing is I'm like, I, I hate for him to lose to Jay White, but it doesn't hurt him because, you know, it's Jay White. Um, but once again, I also, you know, I guess if you, when you look at the, the positive and negative, the positive is he's in the ring with someone as talented as Jay White, and they're going to have a really good showing uh, next week, and we're going to be here next week to talk about it. There'll be a lot more Jay White talk next week. Right, Cap? Thank goodness, finally. You can hear the... Uh, the enthusiasm she's very excited about this i'm just so excited to finally talk about someone who's been signed to the company for going on a month and a half now tony khan you know and you met you told me this uh off air one time and you mentioned how tony khan knows what he's doing and he has me in the palm of his hands stop it tony what we say game winners <laughs> i i can yeah i know <laughs> i know uh next week uh, Roger Strong is going to go against Chris Jericho. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to highlight this because I thought it was so funny. Chris Jericho, right? He's been a, uh, he's been a pro wrestler for over thirty years, and he says he says to Renee Paquette, uh, he he tells her, you know, uh, he puts some kind of restraining order on Adam Cole because he said that he makes uh, this AEW uh, un unsafe work environment. I said, my dog, there are people walking around with screwdrivers, <laughs> like literally stabbing people. But Adam Cole kicking your ass because you know you had his girlfriend's uh, 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 picture on the shirt. I, I, I don't know. Jericho is uh, Jericho is uh, Jericho is Jericho. But Roddy comes in like the good friend. See, he's no longer Sad Rod. You know, I don't. I don't think I've ever said it on the Big Pop. But uh, you know, he used to be Sad Rod on NXT. But now he's not. He's like more like up up in a up in about Rod. But he confronts he confronts Chris Jericho. And challenges them to a fight next week, and then, uh, and uh, I guess it's a no holds bar, anything goes. And Jericho tries to one up him and says, "Hey, look at you! You don't have no friends to watch your back, but I have friends to watch my back." To which Roddy said, "Oh, I also put a restraint. So there's just restraint orders being uh, given left and right. <laughs> there's pretty much it must be uh, Christmas over there for the restraining orders. The way they're handing those things out." To which Jericho look, he says, "Is this even real?" To Renee laughs and says, "Yes, it is," and walks away. And then we get, we 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 get to the main event: Kenny Omega against John Moxley. These two just don't like each other. These two been fighting for, I mean, they've been fighting, they've been fighting forever more than the game. I'm screaming. I didn't even write that down. That was a good one on my end. I'm proud of myself. But these guys, I mean. <laughs> How many encounters did these guys have? They had that lights out. Then they had that one match where Kenny won the title. And then they had that, that match where, like, there was no, uh, uh, there was supposed to be an explosion and it didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That, so they've had three encounters. So this is their fourth encounter, if I'm correct. Um, I'm pretty sure someone on AEW Twitter will correct me. Um, the tweet is on standby. It's in the draft. <laughs> it's in the draft? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They, they, they're waiting to get the right gif to uh, attack me with. Like, actually. <laughs> As they adjust their glasses. But, uh, but uh, yeah, these two, that starts off really aggressive. Um, I mean, they're fighting already outside. You, you have the, the, um, the Bloodpool Combat Club out there. Uh, Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, sorry, is on. Is this in Bloodpool? 
Yeah, the blood pool. The blood pool. Uh, yeah. Because they always bleed. <laughs> I just realized it's made me laugh. <laughs> I've been saying this for a while. It's like the black pool. I call them the blood pool. I've never, heard. I've never like paid attention, I guess. I just thought I heard that, that, that. That's fine. My my mother's told that to me when I talked to. That's fine. I'm screaming. Uh, me too. Um, but yeah, the blood pool combat club. I'll say it one more time for you. Um, they're out there. And um, so is the elite. Um, um, I mean, there's a lot of people just getting beat up. A lot of ass being kicked. Um, um, eventually they get into the ring and I, 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 I don't, how do I say this to you? I don't want to spoil this for you, Shay, but oh, I'm going to spoil totally it. Fine. There was blood in this match. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to throw it out there. Just John Moxley. I, I, sometimes I can't help, but like with AEW, right? And this is not like a knock. I watch AEW. I would critique it the same way with WWE, you know. Um, but I have to at some point I have to say they have to know they're making memes here. Like John Moxley bleeding. I think he just he's just so aware of it to the point where he's just like, Oh, that's what you guys want? I got you. Tony, Tony Khan, you want an announcement? I got an announcement. I, I feel like they know this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I believe that too. But these guys go out there. It's a bloodbath. Um, um, a screwdriver eventually gets in, uh, comes into play. I'm sorry, comes into play in this match, and um, and um, Don Callis, he comes out, and it looks like he's. I'm sorry, you want to say something? I didn't talk. <laughs> no, but yeah, okay. Um. What was I going to get at? Um, oh, yeah. He comes out and looks like he's going to make the save to help his uh, family. Dom Toretto would be upset at the misuse of this word. But um, it looked like he's trying to save Kenny Omega. But he stabs. He hits Mega with the screwdriver. <laughs> and John Moxley gets the win. I'm laughing because Brian Danielson was enjoying all the mishaps that was happening in this match. You kept seeing him every chance laughing. When he saw Don Callis stab or hit um, Kenny with the screwdriver, he had this smile. He looked like a proud papa. He looked so happy to see this. And it was, it honestly, it touched my heart. Um, he, he made it clear he had no idea about any of this stuff. So it's, it's one of those is Don Callis joining the uh, Blood Pool Combat Club or he just wanted to get uh, Omega because Omega is friends with the Bucks because there's always been kind of a story where um, Don would be like, you know, you're bigger than this and stuff. Almost like you don't need the like, Bucks. So he, I don't know the reason of it. And that's the only thing I can go back on. And I'm pretty sure he'll say something next week. And, um, and um, he continued his attack on Omega and the show ends with that, with uh, blood in the ring and Don Callis standing strong. Uh, did you want to have any? Did you want to add any thoughts to this before we jump into Monday Night Raw? Only just the fact that Daniel um, Ryan Danielson, he uh, just cracks me up so much because he's very unserious. Like as a heel, he's very unserious. Like I can't because he's so overly um, theatrical about everything. I feel like just him like. 
the way he laughed, like the things that he says. Like I remember I was telling you about the thing when he said with the freaking he had the screwdriver and they're holding uh, Kenny and he's like, we need to cleanse or we need to fix it. Something he said, and I'm just like, <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Like he's just so funny to me when he's um when he's a heel, honestly. So it's, it's cool. And it's, and it looks like too, if I could say. Uh, it looked like he's having a blast, <laughs> you know, when he's a hell. He's doing a he 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 he's uh um he was hilarious on Wednesday. He was very hilarious on Wednesday. I did want to touch on one thing real quick before we jump into Monday Night Raw. Um, the pillars, all four pillars, had promos. I mean, I'm not gonna go by word by word, but who did you? Um, we talked a little bit off air, but uh, who was? I, I guess for me is my question to you would be like, of all four of them, who was like your favorite promo? Um, and add any other thoughts too, by the way, you know, floor is yours. I guess, um, oh my goodness. Um, I know I put you on the spot. No, no. I'm just really thinking. Cause I'm like, honestly, I don't know. It just like, felt like jungle boy felt awkward. And how he was talking to me. It's just how it translated. And I wasn't really buying what he was saying. Mm -hmm. um, Sammy. That's Sammy. Um, and then Darby was confusing me. Like, I genuinely, genuinely, geez, I, I genuinely was so <laughs> confused. And I was watching this with my sister. And she was just as confused as me watching this. Just the things he was saying, like, I do these things to my body to break down the barriers in my mind. I was like, what is going on right now? Like, what is going on? And what, what like, I, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry, but it's, I was just confused. So I guess uh, MJF by default. Um, I think about MJF. I mean, I, I listened to his Sammy's. I saw a little bit of his, but it was kind of confusing because he's a heel. And he, yet it came off baby faces. I didn't listen to Jungle Boys or Darby's. Um, I was informed Darby's was kind of, I don't want to say off the rails. Maybe that's not the right term, but it was like, like, it was like he was talking to riddles, right? He was. And, okay. he was. He's never beating the sounds like Jeff Hardy allegations. I'm so sorry. He will never beat those allegations. He really sounds so similar to Jeff. <laughs> I, every time I listen to him, I'm just like, oh my God. And, and he was saying stuff like, I'm going to do this to my body to win the yes. championship and stuff like that. And I guess for his character, it's because he's supposed to be brooding and stuff like that. But you're just kind of like how you mentioned uh, before, like a character and if they relate to you or relatable and stuff like that. That don't relate to me because I don't want to break my bones. No, I'm saying what I mean. Like, I just go put my door, put my arm in the door, slam it. I slammed my arm in the door so I could break down the barriers in my mind. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of those. um uh, uh, like those guys at the job who take their job too seriously. He's like, you see the slash on my back because I take it serious. I'm like, yo, bro, what? Like, I, I, I don't think open up another level of my mind. So I like, you know, I don't like opening certain levels because, like, at some point, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's. I'm trying to make sense of it. I didn't listen to it. I remember he was like, you have to listen to you it. You genuinely need to like find it. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. It's, like, I'm sure. Please, I. Just I why? So I could sit here and then write you and said, "Hey Shay, I, I tripped out of the, um, I tripped on the floor and I broke my leg. Now I'll send, not I'll send a message. Was it? I tripped and fell and broke my leg. Now I'll really make a difference in this world. I don't know, I'm but I, I want, I, I wanted to touch that. I wanted to touch on that real quick. Monday Night Raw, they were in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Um, 
we had two triple threats because we have to crown a brand new world heavyweight champion. This is the night after backlash. And I do want to say real quick, because I saw a lot of people and I know we did our review last week. Shout out to us. Cause we're great. Um, mm -hmm. But when, um, you know, I saw a lot of people cause I've seen it in the news a little bit. Right. And they were talking about the high praise that Damian priest has been getting. And I just wanted to say, um, I'm glad that he's getting, um, getting his flowers too. Cause we will, I know everyone was praising Bad Bunny, and I know good reason why. I mean, this is a guy who comes from another world, and he took this seriously, and he performed. And until and, and I know we said it on the show, he took some crazy ass bumps. Mm -hmm. This man was taking. He and 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 also too that that those those last few days, the Met Gala, uh, what's the other thing? Um, Coachella. Coachella, yeah. Looks very pricey. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think one day I'll be there, just not at Coachella. Like I'll just be there watching it off TV and be like, I did it. You know what? They don't <laughs> play it on your local TV. This isn't the Macy's parade. What do you have against the Thanksgiving parade? I love that parade. I'm just saying, they don't broadcast Coachella on TV. What was that other one with Ja Ru? Fire, Fire Allen. Festival. Fire Festival. <laughs> That was how. Oh, <laughs> I know it was a fire in fire there. Island. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Have you ever seen that documentary? I don't mean to go off deep, but did you ever see that documentary on uh, Netflix? I did. That I was did. that was so hilarious. I'm sorry. I just I'm gonna talk to you off air about it because that was wild. Okay. Um, but uh, we had two triple threats. We had uh, Seth Rollins, Nakamura, and Damian Priest. And I gotta sit here and say, look at the talent in that match, right mm -hmm. there. You know, like Nakamura. And I hope that. Uh, he gets a, a fair shake on Raw. If I can ask you real quick, how do you feel about his, uh, since he's been called up to the main roster, which has been, what, five, six years maybe? Uh, how do you feel how he's been booked? I feel like after he had his first run with the title, they definitely hit the gas. Um, I think that he still, you know, mm -hmm. does stuff like, you know, like they'll have him in important things sometimes, but it's always like a start-stop thing. It's never yes, like a yeah. full-on thing. And I, maybe that's something he's okay with. You know, he's done a lot in his career. Like, he has a very decorated career. And, you know, he could lay his hat right now and, and comfortably, I feel like. No, and he could. I mean, those are those are some really good stuff that you said there. Um, and I agree with the stop and sh uh, stop and stop. Stop and sh start. I'm sorry. It was the, the essence. <laughs> essence. Stop and start. And, and yeah. Um, and, you know... When he had that feud with um, Ginger Mahal, you know, it used to be very frustrating to see him not be able to beat Ginger Mahal. You know, this is, you know, I don't use this platform to knock talent. I think uh, Ginger Mahal, he got himself in great shape um, and he looks to roll. But I just, for the life of me, could not understand that booking. Um, but uh, Rollins get a, 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 a win here in this match. These guys delivered. Nakamura eats the pin. Um, I think it was cool that Nakamura ate the pin because Damien just lost the night before. So you want to protect Damien. And um, I, I thought that was the right call. What did you think about this uh, encounter? Um, you know, I thought it was a good match. And I do agree. I do love that about, I think, like, him, you know, AJ, Finn, and a, a good portion of other, you know, vets that are just very unselfish, Rey yes, Mysterio, yes. to, yes, like, they don't they don't mind taking a pin because there's some people who are so like hard up like oh, it don't make sense for me to take a pin. Why do I yeah. take a pin? It's like, <laughs> oh my god, because you want to help, you know, putting people over because 
you're not going to be wrestling for 100 years and maybe you should help other people get ahead instead of not helping and then you tweet every day about man ain't nobody getting like how we did yeah because you wouldn't put them over right that's why so yeah i I was happy that you know he took the pin and um i mean i guess i would have liked for damien to win oh you would like damien to win oh so let me ask you then let me ask you this then uh um so, what you saying, Damien? You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't mind Damien win. So, the next match, you wouldn't mind him and da- uh, Finn and Damien going to the finals. Absolutely, I would have liked to see them wrestle each other. That, that's fine. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit of like you know, yeah, you know, friendly competition. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, let's jump into the next uh, triple threat. I thought this was a uh, this was pretty solid. Um, you have Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor, and The Miz. Uh, talking about Cody Rhodes earlier. Um, you know, he, he, uh, he was out there early in the night talking about his history with Jacksonville. And I had to be reminded because I didn't necessarily see, I didn't get it at first until they were like, well, when the pandemic shows were happening on AEW, he was out there all those weeks, which is, uh, once again, when I mentioned 2020 in wrestling, what a weird time, man. Um, but these guys go out there and deliver, um, it looks like Cody Rhodes is going to get the big time W uh, when he hits the Miz with uh, two cor- crossroads. But Brock Lesnar did not forget about last. He didn't forget about backlash. Comes out, beats the hell out of Cody, hits him with an F5. Finn Balor takes over. Coup de Gras pins the Miz one, two, three. And now he's going into the finals, which goes into the finals being or the semifinals. Hopefully, I'm getting this all right. Sephiroth against Finn Balor. And I was excited about that because I said, these guys got really good chemistry. Um, I, I, I just hope Finn uh, thanked Brock Lesnar. I don't know if he ever thanked Brock, um, but it is what it is. I don't know. Bro- did Roman thank the bloodline for every like match? Or, like, what? what are you talking about? Exactly. I just said. Every match? So now we're picking and choosing. It's not. You said what every match. match Finn has won on his own because you want to say stuff now. No, I'm just saying he had help in this particular you try match. To be funny. You try to be funny. I don't have to try to be funny. I am funny. Yeah, well, well, you know what? I'm going to be hilarious right now. And I bet you chuckled at your own joke. Oh, I did. I, I know. I heard a... Yep, I surely did. I giggled. That was a very... Wow. Giggle. Tiny giggle. You just had to say it. And I said that what happened. What? What? You know what's so funny is we, we recorded what? the day before. Yes. And I was like... What are you talking about? Because you said something about Cody and this thing. And I was like, first of all, Brock is not letting it go. I don't even know where we're talking about Cody being any title pitcher because you just made Brock bleed. He's not letting it go. So I'm like, I don't even know where we're talking about this. And then the next day, exactly what I said. Okay. So what? Wait, now you want flowers or something like that? Yes. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a truth teller. I, I, I'm a, a fortune teller. Which one are you? You said truth teller Both. and a fortune teller. Both package deal well that sounds expensive yeah but but yeah but brock just destroys cody he says look at my face you start yelling at him i'm not gonna lie thought about patrick star as soon as i heard that i said i know this man don't watch spongebob wouldn't that be cool though brock all tanned up watching spongebob with the family i'm sure he's watched spongebob once or twice who do you think he likes from spongebob I'm sure he's a fan of probably uh, Patrick. 
No, I think he likes Sandy Cheeks. I think he likes Sandy Cheeks. Uh, I think he might like uh, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I don't know why I just feel that way. Now I just want I want a video of Patrick. I mean, uh, Brock walking with the Mr. Krabs sound. You know when he walks, that the sound he walks, uh, his sound when he walks because he's he's moving so fast. Yeah. But um, yeah, he wrecks Cody. And he wants to challenge him to a fight at Night of Champions, so he's not done with uh, he's not done with Cody. Uh, poor Cody, he's been taken out of this tournament, which was the right thing to do because he shouldn't be in this tournament. Um, uh, he does a uh, he does an interview and he says I should be scared, but I'm not. And he's going to take Brock on his word and uh, accept this fight. Corey's sitting there uh, on the announce table saying, you know, I respect Cody Rhodes, but this is a bad move, and I got to agree. You, <laughs> I would never. Brock challenged me to a fight. I'd be like, no, dog. No. But you know what the thing is, Brock is not going to stop either way, so he has to just face it head on. I just hope Cody's uh, medical can cover uh, for this ass whooping that's going to happen. But I agree, you're right, because Brock is the big. Brock is the bully, right? He's the bully at the uh, lunch table. You know, you have to stand up for yourself at some point to the bully. Uh, we have also Imperium. They made their raw debut, and uh, they started. They <laughs> they opened with their debut by starting a fight with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, they have a pretty solid match. I thought the match was pretty decent. I mean, Imperium is really good. I I don't know if I would have had Imperium against Sam because I don't know. Like, you know, we were just talking earlier about wins and losses, right? And sometimes you have to put over people and stuff like that. I feel like for Imperium. I think they. Sh I felt like, I feel like they should have had a good start and go over and not and not beat the tag champs. I'm not not the tag champs. I'm just saying in general had to been a, another team and went over. But I don't see this as a thing that's going to really hurt Imperium. I just kind of wish they had the W on the first night. I think sometimes that's a lot better. But sometimes losing the first night don't hurt either. But uh, do you want to add anything before I start running my mouth? I hope at some point they do take those titles, uh, Imperium. Mm -hmm. I prefer Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on their own, personally. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it made sense for the story for them to take the titles off of the Usos, but now it's no point for them to have it. Right, I right. think that they, you put it on a legit tag team. So I don't think... I, I know Kevin and Sammy and they're friends, best friends. I mean, best friends forever. But it's not a legit tag team for real. Right. Like, for reals. Like, you get what I mean? For realsies. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, but I, I get I, you. I feel like they're more solo. Like, you know, they're better solo. Um, and that should just be their bread and butter. Like, and, right. and again, I feel like Kevin and Sammy are in this place where no loss really affects them. Oh, you meaning like if they lose, they'll be fine, right? Yeah, it doesn't affect them at this point. Mm -hmm. They're in that they're in that area now that kind of AJ Styles is in where it's like they're so established that them losing is not going to be like the internet's going to go eh, he, he's buried right exactly I, I get that and and um and I agree to that them being on their own um you know you said Imperium but you know I was kind of doing some fantasy booking because I was at work and not paying attention to anything right mm -hmm. and um I was sitting there thinking so I would like them to have a little run with the tag titles, Kevin Owens and Sammy. And I was also saying, hmm, who would I have – who, who, what team would I have them drop it to? And I came to the Judgment Day. I think the Judgment Day, I don't know what pairing you could do Damien and um, 
uh, Dominic, uh, Finn, and Dominic. It could be either or. I mean, or they could do the, uh, what do they call that? The free bird rule. Because, you know, there's three of them. Yeah, um, for sure. But I was sitting there saying, I think them taking the titles off them. And it would also, too, would be their way of, um, how do I say this? It would be a way for to to reward. I'm sorry, reward them for their hard work because Judgment Day has been one of the better acts on in WWE. You know, yeah. so I think them taking the tag titles off um, Sammy and Kevin would be would be cool. And I would save that for maybe SummerSlam or something because they have they just won the titles. They're not going to drop it. And we're going to talk about them defending the tag team championship at Night of Champions a little later when we get to our SmackDown review and give our thoughts. But uh, before we get to the main event. Um, let's talk about Trish Stratus. Trish I also Stratus. think that they okay. should, um, you know, give that a try just because I wanted to say something about the Judgment Day thing. Um, sure, sure. I believe I'm not 100%, but I feel like Finn is a few, like maybe one or two titles away from Grand Slam. So I just think, you know, that would be a great idea. And I just think it's sad, like. I think they they waited so long for like it's been a long time judgment day has been going on like a year or so right yes and yes. there's like a window where you should really um capitalize, capitalize yes thank you capitalize on you know a group when they're at their yeah. high and yes. now i feel like judgment day is now in this place because you already got people like oh break them up break them up break them up really like oh my god yes really like, they, have, they have like the attention span of like a fish <laughs> I'm telling you, like, break them up already. Break them up. Wild. That is I'm wild. telling you. Yeah, no. So I'm just saying, like, now I'm like, damn, I hope that they don't, like, give into pressure and, you know, break them up because, oh, like, God. it's been so prominent. Like, I've seen so much yes. of it. And then, but I, I do think, like, they, it would be a shame if that group ended without the men all together or one of the men getting some type of gold. Yeah. It would be very sad because they've been very dominant and they carried Raw for a good portion of the time. So, yeah. That's wild to hear that people want them to break up. Like, and, and, and like you said, one of the better, one of the better, um, um, and I'll just say all together in WWE, one of the better acts in WWE. Um, and they should be rewarded. You know, I mean, is there a chance that they could do, this would be quite the visual, right? Let's say somehow Finn um, wins the World Heavyweight Championship, Damian Priest and uh, Dominic as tag champs. That'd be quite the visual, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. And the thing is, would they go for that? Because I know they did that with with um, with uh, the Bloodline. But I don't know. It's just interesting because as you were saying all these things, and you mentioned about them winning gold because Rhea got gold. Like she's been killing it, and I don't know how many times I've said it on this show. Or this podcast, um, you know, Judgment Day. Uh, uh, they started really picking up some steam. What was that? Uh, somewhere in the summer, I want to say. You know, because for the longest time they were they were not they were not hidden. It was right after Clash at the Castle because mm -hmm. I believe that's when Dom turned on. Yes, Day. yes. So absolutely. that's when everything the trajectory changed for them. And and they and once they started really gelling as a group because they really feel like a group. Like a group, like it doesn't feel like a bunch of people put together because it's like, hey, we don't know what to do, <laughs> we don't know what to do with you guys, so let's just put you together. But um, that's wild. I I I think that's why it's better that um I'm not uh 
like uh I'm, I'm i'm far away from the dark side of twitter because break them up i'm like why would you break them up they don't even no, yeah. and i just think that they need to get like the men need to have some type of you know goal to say hey i got this because right. it further reinforces the narrative that a lot of people you know especially specifically on twitter sure, uh, you sure. see the you see the pattern here of them saying oh you know ria is the only reason that the group is anything and you know that's why she's the only champ like it reinforces that narrative if they don't write this wrong they still have time they do they do they absolutely do um oh i'm sorry we were getting to, <laughs> i'm sorry we were talking about uh trish stratus trish stratus uh uh you know she she's a she's a baddie um or a bad bad yeah baddie bad girl whatever word you want. she is someone's mother and she um she uh continued to attack <laughs> this segment was funny um i saw someone say online that uh they didn't like it um but uh i thought it was funny when trish came out with the um not wanted what was it the uh have have you found me poster and have becky on a shirt like that and she does she uh talks about becky lynch she bad mouths her she does uh I've saw a lot of people compare it to 2005 uh, um, Shawn Michaels when uh, he had that uh, when he was in that feud with uh, Hulk Hogan that uh, that uh, outstanding feud. Um, Becky Lynch music plays, but there's no Becky. And then you know Trish oversells it. She's like, <gasps> she's coming out. She's coming out. Then she laughs. She says she's not coming out. She calls her all kinds of uh, losers and said her daughter wanted to name a doll after Becky and say, why would you want to do that? And Becky's music plays again, and then Trish goes and says, hey, guys, the, the, uh, the bit is over. We already did the joke. Becky is out there. She hits her with a uh, Beck Plux, I believe she calls it. And it looked like we are down to the races to, for this match. Um, they, didn't they didn't say when this match is going to happen. But I do want to say, where's Leader? Like, She's still knocked out in the bag. Trish got her good. She, but see, that's the thing. She wasn't even knocked out. She was, she was up. Is the, is the thing still on her leg? Listen, they got a good. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm a little annoyed because I would have liked for the filler to be like, you know, I mean, because Becky was gone for a little minute. Yes. And you know, it was just Trish coming out, having to kind of do her thing. No, no shade. It's not like a bad thing. So Becky, I just oh. feel like they could have had something in between. And I really think her and Lita having a thing in between would have been very cute it would have been nostalgic it would have been very nostalgic matter of fact i thought that that's that's what they were going for especially when she said yeah i, I took out leader okay then leader need to get her look back but apparently leader don't and um or maybe the crate is still on her leg i don't know like wh what is happening here they i stay doing leader bad to the very end they're never gonna stop you know, one day you should be a writer for them. So when Lita shows up, you can just sit here and like when they suggest something, you could just veto it. Be like, no, that's not good. No, I really honestly, I will hold her down. You, you have no idea. Yeah. But that was the segment. And then we had Seth Rollins against Finn Balor. This is a rematch from 2016 SummerSlam. I've said it before. Uh, that was my second favorite match of the night because I'll say it again. AJ and John ate it the hell up. They went out there. They had their working boots on. And so did these two. So they've never had uh, bad chemistry. Matter of fact, there was a match one time between them. And it was the match when he brought back the curve stomp. Um, talking about Seth Rollins. Yes. I thought that was, and I thought that was a solid match. 
I thought that was a sign. Matter of fact, uh, real, uh, real funny because I, um, you know, you'd be surprised. I have friends, right? And I remember one of my friends saying, "Did he do that on accident or something like that?" I said, "I, I, I think he did that on purpose. Like, I, I think they're allowing him to bring it back because it was, because you know, he had, he was going through that weird phase where he had the pedigree as a finisher and the and the um, you remember the knee? I, I literally hated that so much. I oh. You're bringing trauma back to my life because every time I think about that, that's around the time when they tried to half start with Finn having the good mm -hmm. brothers by his side and then they changed it. Like they started for two seconds to make it seem like they were going to try. Right. And then they stopped and then they had Finn lose. It made no sense if you were trying to restart someone. Um, yeah. It, it's just, oh my God, the trauma you're bringing back to me. I'm, like, oh. I'm, I'm the guy who keeps on giving. But these two had a, these two had a, a, a solid match. There was a call back in the match with Finn when he hits the buckle bomb and unsafely throws uh, Seth. I wasn't really a fan of that because that you know Seth could have got hurt. Um, I'm just saying that was dangerous. Don't even. He's a father. How much trauma can you possibly jump on me? I'm not doing anything. I am not doing anything. Oh, I'm me when I lie. All I'm saying is, did he not? No, you was trying to be funny. Again, again. Once again, I don't have to try. Oh, I am humorous. Don't do that because, you know, somebody could get hurt. Like, hoo-hoo, you should have did that right after since you thought it was so damn funny when you said it. I don't sound like that. That's what you sounded like to me. Damn. You came, like, really trying to hurt people's feelings today. I'm trying to hurt people's feelings. You just said that joke. I didn't say no joke. Did he not yeah. buckle bomb him? Uh, 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 oh my god! Let me let me listen. Let me get let me nasty, get through this. Nasty work going on. I just work, <laughs> but <laughs> but he does the buckle bomb to the thing. He even says, "How do you like that? How does that feel?" I was right. like, "I'm sitting there saying, look, it, it, it's been 20 years. Uh, you know, we." Have I'm just saying, it's been years. You got to move on. You, you can't hold on to the past forever. You had to go to the future. If you hold on to the past, you will continue living the Flintstone era instead of going forward to the Jetsons. That's all you I'm trying to get at. No, no, I know. Do you understand what that moment did to him? Do you understand? That was like an incursion. Like, that thing shook up universes for what he did. Finn, I, on another freaking plane or universe, whatever, has held universe. that title for almost 200 days. Before Goldberg took it, of course. I feel like that was always going to be where we ended up. You know what? I want to know that timeline. Because you know what? You hear me all the time, uh, bad mouth, uh, one William, uh, Goldberg of the William, William of the Gold. That's what I'm going to name him. And how angry would you have been that night to have seen Goldberg beat Finn Balor? And maybe in seconds, too. I don't believe that that match would have went long. But I just want to know what would what would that mindset would have been for one uh, Shay Sawyer. Uh, so listen, I live on the last floor in my building. They would have had to turn my apartment into a rooftop bar because I'm telling you, I would blew the, the, the ceiling off this place. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> just, I could just see it now. You know, uh, Mama Sawyer, she comes in. She says, why is it so cold? She looks up, there's no roof. <laughs> poor poor uh, Chloe is sitting here um, freezing. And you're not freezing because you're so hot and angry about everything. Mm -hmm. You don't even, because this was a cold day in February. So I could imagine the, land, uh, the, the, the landlord says, what is happening? 
Why is it so chilly? I'm just glad that didn't happen because I, you know, it's not good to not have a roof. Um, but um, these two, uh, once again, these two uh, have a solid match. Uh, Seth uh, makes the babyface comeback. He hits two curve stomps on Finn. I like this because it made Finn look strong. It wasn't one. It was two. One was inverted. It's like he really stepped on his face. That was, that was, uh, that was magnificent. And then he did another one, the original stir, uh, curve stomp, pins him, and he is going into the finals, and he's going to go facing uh, – we'll talk about it because we're going to get to our SmackDown review, uh, which was in Tennessee. Uh, we had two more triple threats. Um, let's run through them real quick. We had AJ Styles, Edge, and Rey Mysterio. Uh, Shay, I got to tell you, when I saw these three, like those, were gonna be in, those three were going to be in the ring, I said, this match is going to – this is going to cook. I, I just I was really excited about this match. Matter of fact, part of me thought Edge was going to win. Did you see that promo that he did on uh, social media? Uh oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, he had a he did a really uh, he let, he had a really heartfelt promo. He was talking about his this ride is not going to go on forever, and he has to win now. So it made you just give up. It made you not give up. It, it gave you hope that, oh, Ray, I mean, not Ray, um, Edge was going to win. Um, AJ gets the win. There's a spot where Ray goes for a move, and he's, Edge was supposed to spin, but he didn't get all of it. Ray sold it. AJ hit a phenomenal form, pins Edge, which was surprising because Edge got pinned. He's the one who did the promo. Um, That'll probably lead to something for him moving forward. Like, I'm sure Edge is going to have like, a self-reflection moment. Right. Do you see? Okay. So when you say that, like, um, just to dig a little bit more, like, do you see a turn or just something for him? Like, he doesn't turn hell. Not a turn, but like okay. some deep diving into him. Like, I see something. I don't know. I can't explain what, but I, I think something, a deep dive is happening. Interesting. Um, we have another triple threat. It is Bobby Lashley. He goes against Sheamus and Austin Theory. I did not see the spot on where Bobby got busted open, but Bobby got busted open badly here, man. I mean, there was just blood dripping all over the place. I thought it was Wednesday's night. I couldn't believe it. You can't. But it was Friday night. It wasn't. It was SmackDown. So Bobby gets the win. He, um, Austin Theory, I, I believe he hit the A-Town down, and uh, Bobby threw him out the ring, take advantage of a... a uh, Sheamus, who was on the ground, pins him one, two, three. So we're going to get AJ Styles against Bobby Lashley. We're getting uh, um, two former TNA uh, World Heavyweight Champions in the main event of SmackDown. You would have thought this was a game of 2K. I'm screaming. We have um, – I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Did you want to add anything to these uh, matches? Um, no, no, no. Yeah, they were really good matches. Uh, you pretty much uh, you know, covered everything for the most part. Um AJ, you know, like I'm happy for AJ. I really am. I, I, I am. Same I want thing. him to win. I, I see that. That's hilarious. Um, we're gonna get into the, the the main event, but let's talk about the bloodline real quick. Uh, Roman, uh, he has uh finally decided to show up to work. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I swear Roman's great, but uh, he finally shows up to work and he addresses the Usos. And it's clear as day that since they lost the Undisputed Tag Team Championships, 
uh, at WrestleMania. Roman has not been a fan of the Usos. He doesn't even like have any respect for them. And this is, and in this uh, promo, he had no respect for them. He was sitting there. Um, he 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 uh, he mentioned to the Usos. He says, "You said you're going to dedicate your victory for the tag team championship uh, to me, who I'm not even a tag team wrestler, and then lose." So Roman is just had up to here with the Usos. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy is Jimmy's me because he's just he doesn't take nothing serious. He's always in a good mood. He's smiling. You can see all his teeth. But when Roman said, "You think I'm I'm funny? I'm a joke? You think that's like just uh, you think this is that commercial?" And then he nudges Jimmy, and Jimmy. <laughs> I love when people started bringing back because I forgot about this. You remember the shirt he used to wear? I ain't nobody's bitch. I like, do. Yes. And I wish I bought that shirt because I would have wore it to work. Crying. And me too, because I probably would have sent me home. <laughs> but uh, Jimmy is getting ready to get in uh, Roman's face, but Jay defused it. He says, nah, nah, um, you know, that's on us. It's our bad. But give us another chance and we can go for the tag team championship. We can win the Undisputed Tag Team Championship. And that's what Paul Herman breaks the news and said, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will be defending the Undisputed Tag Team uh, Championships against Roman Reigns and Solo Sequoia, to which Roman looked at the Usos and said, and I'm dedicating this one to the greatest tag team ever, the Wild Samoas. He said, Alpha and Sika, and just looked at the Usos. You could just see the Usos. I mean, he just belittled these guys right in front of uh, uh, this crowd. Um, you're seeing the cracks here and the bloodline. And... And probably for probably good too because you know you was mentioning earlier about um you, you know you say people saying judgment day need to break break up and all this stuff the bloodline has been going on for three years we got to find an end point to this story because how much more can you go here even them going against sammy and kevin i know they're still a small part of the story but i'm like i, I feel like that chapter is done you know so you know, um, we're, we're seeing the cracks. What did you think about this? Uh, or any thoughts? I'm sorry. Let me change my wording here. Any thoughts about this uh, uh, segment? Um, I just can't wait for when they, like, they're going to turn on him bad and he's going to lose that title. And it's going to be like a tr they're going to give him, like, 32 super kicks. <laughs> I, I really feel like, yeah, because he's, he's getting out of hand. Like, I don't know what's going on with Roman. Like, I feel like he started out so chill and just slowly lost his sanity the further into this, like, you know, bloodline thing. And I, and I, and that's probably the story right there because right. He was always chill. He didn't yell the pandemic episodes. He would be talking very, I had to turn up my TV sometimes because he would talk so low. He was more jokey. I feel like in the <laughs> beginning too, he had some, he was more of a jokey type, you know, and then like mm -hmm. over time, you know, he started losing it. Once he did the, why would that man play games with me? That's when he started losing it. I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love that one because then you see Paul Heyman. Please don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, that was so great. But, um, yeah, they're going to have a match at uh, Night of Champions. Sami Zayn and uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens against uh, Roman and Solo, who got praised uh, by Roman and has been getting, I mean, Solo, I mean, they've, they have done everything to protect Solo. You know, I don't know if you ever noticed that about his book. Like, he's been so well protected, getting all the – he was the one who uh, got the winning fall uh, at last week's backlash. Really just been keeping him strong. But speaking of cracks, 
Is there cracks in damage control? Because they had a women's tag team match. Uh, I'm sorry, the women's tag team championship match. Liv Morgan and Raquel won against Dakota and uh, Bailey. Uh, damage control did not get the win. Um, I, I'm honestly, I'm honestly over damage control. I think these women could do well on their own. Uh, I think I said it before on the show, so forgive me if I'm repeating. But uh, um, I think I, the reason of this group was to help them help EO and Dakota. But I feel like people are really seeing what EO can do. That she's going to be fine on her own. We know what Bailey can do. Bailey is just she's well established, and Dakota. I, I feel like you give her a chance. She's gonna she's gonna do fine on her own. But uh, did you want to add anything to this before I move on? Um, no, I mean I do see the cracks, and I would. I'm very anxious to see EO on her own. So get that going. <laughs> Let's get that going. Let's get that going. We have also. The debuting or the debut of Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, he's an interesting one, right? There was a period, I, I forget the last match he had on NXT, but after that, he just was gone for months. Like, never saw him ever again. And didn't for the couldn't understand why. But he's on SmackDown. I'm sorry, say that again. Oh. Um, but he 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 was here on uh, he was here on SmackDown. He won against Baron Corbin. There's not really much to dissect about this match because it was a it wasn't even a match. It was like a squash. Baron ran into Cameron. Cameron jumped and hit the uh, cave in. Pinned him one two three. How do you feel about how do you uh, how? Let me get my thoughts together. Cameron Grimes on SmackDown. How how are we feeling about this? Um, I was happy. You know what? Hell yeah. I feel like he had a rough the last few months in NXT and then he was like, you know, just missing for like months. Um, so yeah, shoot him right out to the moon. I don't care. I am a fan of Cameron and I know that he delivers and I think he has a really great character. I think, you know, it's digestible to, you know, the uh average wrestling fan that isn't like, you know, mm. obsessed, like, you know. The rest of us <laughs> for the worst of course um so yeah no i i'm all for it was i sad about baron of course everyone was like oh my god baron yes but like again another unselfish person who's willing to you know put someone over because he you know he, he gets it thanks exactly thank you he gets it no he gets it matter of fact uh real quick because there was his interview and it was talks about the lone wolf was you a fan of baron corman as the lone wolf that was when I took. Oh wow, that was when I took him the most seriously. So yes. Yeah, no that that was the uh, that yeah that that was his uh, most serious character because what was he? he was the he was wearing um, I forgot that one when he was like a manager and all that stuff. Now don't get me wrong, I liked uh, bum ass Baron Corbin because that character was just hilarious. I mean, he was always just um, <laughs> he always uh, like. His back was against the wall when he took the uh, what do he do? He threw Finn out the ring and then he was trying to sign that SummerSlam. Was it SummerSlam? SummerSlam contract. I thought that was so hilarious because I was like, I don't think that's how any of this works, Baron. But he was trying to put his name on there. And then John Cena did it because, you know, John Cena's a, a heel. 
why do you continue to keep bringing trauma into my life? Like, why is every fond thought but, you have about every wrestler the like? Did the you not laugh? Thing to have to go on for Finn's career. Like, what is that? This is the third time, actually. I've lost count. I just thought it was funny. But Finn, but Finn, didn't he get that match? He ended up getting his match. He did. He did. He did, and he delivered. See? Like the turnbuckle delivered uh, the fall. See? You can't even help yourself. This I can't. I'm keeping count now. Can you stop keeping count? I'm keeping this is, count. This is not an episode. Every time when I get you back, I'm, I'm getting back for each time. You can't, you can't catch me. I'm too fast. Four. I'm going to keep going before <laughs> I see there's a uh, cracks in uh, the big pop theory podcast here, <laughs> but, uh, uh, and real quick, Oscar, um, Bianca Belair, she was, uh, you know, she was home. She had a homecoming in Knoxville. Oscar ruined that. She spit mist in her face and Bianca saw that like hell. Like she said, she was like, like she spit battery acid in her. <laughs> <laughs> she saw that like hell. I think I was in pain. I said, I don't know what was in that miss, but that looked like hell. Um, so she saw that and it looked like this rivalry is not done. Uh, I see that being a match at Night of Champions, which real quick, Night of Champions, right? I mean, am I saying this right? Yeah, Night of Champions. Um, every time it's supposed to be on the line. I love how Roman always find a loophole. <laughs> It's just not the finish. Like, no, he actually is sick. Like, it has to be on purpose at this point. I think he's in on the joke. We gotta be. Listen, I, I am. Listen, I, I think you've worked with me enough to know that I love chaos, right? If he was to win, he's not winning the those tag team belts. But can you imagine how Twitter would blow the hell up if he was to win the undisputed tag team championships? I see the, the edits already. I can't take it. TikTok would blow up. Twitter would blow up. I don't know. I, I think that someone would send a petition to the president saying Roman must be stopped. <laughs> no, I'm crying. Joe, Joe Biden just wakes up from his nap and he's trying to figure out who's who's this Roman Reigns. <laughs> he's making too many moves. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. Way too many moves. And let's get into this main event. We have uh, AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley. Uh, the winner will advance to um at at night of champions to face seth rollins for the wwe world heavyweight championship these guys went out there put on a really good match um i mean it's aj style i don't want to take no away from bobby because I, I i do like bobby i was not a fan of bobby growing up uh and that that late 2000 um yeah that two, late 2000 era but he's gotten he's improved a lot uh as time went on for me uh but aj i mean it's aj styles man and AJ Styles defeating Bobby, and you're going to have Seth Rollins and him uh, going for the World Heavyweight Championship? Sign me up. That is going to be a really good match. I mean, um, I'm pretty sure there's other encounters, but one of my favorite matches was that one. It was 2019. I forget the pay-per-view. And I'll just go with the this spot. Seth went for a freaking curve stomp, and AJ said, Styles class, bitch. And he beat that here. And I thought that spot was that lived rent free in my head. I'm talking about this is the same spot that it, it to me it rivals what Randy Orton and him did at WrestleMania when Randy himself sets curve stomp and Randy says RKO. 
and I won. So that was the SmackDown, and I I look forward to that match. I I, I gotta sit here and say they're putting together a um, they put together a really good match, and um, I felt like I said a whole bunch of stuff. Um, please take let's the go AJ, and then let's go AJ. Let's go AJ. Let's and go. Care. Let's get the anarchy going. Put the new title right back on SmackDown. We gotta have two titles on SmackDown. I don't even care if I can't get what I want. Everybody suffers. Wow. Wow, you're really wow. This episode might need to be called uh, "The Selfish yeah. Generation." Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Bobby used to say that in TNA? I used to say, "What does that even mean?" The selfish generation. Generation of selfish. <laughs> the generation of selfish. It's horrible, but that's that's really the show, uh, folks. We want to say thank you guys for listening to the Big Pop Fairy Podcast. Um, you know, it's Mother's Day. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all the lovely mothers out there. You guys are awesome. You guys listening are awesome. Um, we're going to be back here next week for episode 29. I mean, we're, we're getting these numbers up here, girl. 29. Oh my gosh. I remember we did the very first episode. We were trying to still find our footing and here it is. Now we're just, we're like, we're like podcasters. We, we, yeah, yeah, we are. Wow. I know. That's the best I got is wow. And (laughs) we hope you guys come back next week. Um, there's links, uh, Shay Soy, please tell the people where they can find you on all social media platforms and stuff and what you got going on. Uh, you can find me at Shay Sawyer underscore on most platforms. Um, you can also catch me on Thursdays for Women's Wrestling Talk um, for 5 p.m. for the Women's Wrestling Army review show. And then again at 7 p.m. for the NXT review show. And I do have some shows coming up for um, Unpopular Review. I'm just waiting on the dates for when the show actually uh, premieres and I do have the collab with Incatry Trust for Dark Side of the Ring. Um, collab with uh, Unpopular Review and and her. So yeah, we we got some stuff and of course you know the big pop. So <laughs> absolutely, and you can catch me on Popular Review. I'm on Tuesdays. Um, shout out to the Wrestling Doll. She's uh, been my partner the last few weeks. Mother. Uh, yeah, she's great. No, she's tremendous. I uh, you know I did yell at her though because. You know, I got this UPR battle going. I have to go against Spider-Man. I know I'm going to pull the win, but uh, it shouldn't be Spider-Man. Um, I probably voted for him, too. Who knows? You just, you're just against anything I do. Don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to yell at you after the show. Um, but you can catch me on a popular review. There won't be a Wednesday show for Gotham Knights. Um, they're taking a break, so we won't be on. And usually sometimes there's a top five and stuff like that. So, And you can catch me on social media. Uh, most of my stuff says bad guy jack so you can you can't miss me and with that all said we'll be back again with next week we'll be talking monday night raw we'll talk matter of fact real quick if i could just before we get off the air because we don't do a lot of nxt talk but i did want to say um braun breaker and uh trick williams had a match and i always give braun breaker a hard time for funds but i was really grateful and I say grateful, but I really like that he was so giving in that match with Trick because that was really a star-breaking moment for Trick. Trick Williams is going to be something. Um, he, he, he has the tools. He has the look. And I just wanted to give him some praise because I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, he lost, but he, looks, he looked strong in defeat. Yeah, he really did. He, he didn't lose. I didn't feel like he lost. I didn't feel that way either. So I thought he did a great job, and I wanted to say that before we ended this show. And with that all being said, episode 28 in the books. And why don't you say uh, goodbye to the people, Captain? Goodbye to the people.
Hey, you remember when Finn fell off the uh, turnbuckle? Look at five. <laughs> and that's the show! <laughs>